Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadison, and joining me is Martin Heaps, a realtor with Howard Hanna. Martin works with all types of real estate, but especially has a strong concentration of farm and land sales in south-central Pennsylvania. Today, Martin will share his perspectives on the pandemic's impact on farm and land real estate. Martin, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Rachel, for having me. So let's get started by having you tell us a little bit about your business. So, Martin, how did you end up in real estate? (laughs) Well, it was somewhat by accident, Rachel. Um, I was in the dairy business. I had a dairy farm, and we had cattle, and I was into purebreds, and I thought it would be a good idea to go to auctioneering school uh, to sell purebred cattle. So I jumped on a plane, and I went to Rippert School of Auctioneering in Decatur, Indiana. And when I was there in class, they suggested that that we go back to our home states and get a real estate license to complement the auctioneering business. It was sort of coincidence. After I got home, a broker approached me, um, and I guess he saw something in me, but he suggested that I get a real estate license and go to work for his company and specialize in farm and land sales because a lot of realtors don't specialize in that. They're, They're afraid of it. So it was 35 years ago, so I took his advice, and I went to class and went to went uh, to work with him for part-time because I was still milking a herd of cows. And after a brief period of time, I thought, well, you know what, this is working out pretty good. So we dispersed the herd, and I went full-time real estate with him and um, specializing in farm sales. And and my my very first sale back 35 years ago was a uh, 104-acre farm with a stone house on it. So I got a taste of the farms real quickly. So then I went on, uh, continued on. I I obtained my broker's license throughout the years. uh, And I was doing auctions too. I've sold real estate at auction. Not so much now. I don't think that's the way to do it now. But but, um, I worked as an appraiser for absolute real estate appraisers in York, PA, uh, for a couple years. So I did farm farm and land appraisals. And... uh, and residential, of course. So now I manage the office in Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania for Howard Hunter Real Estate Services. We have 19 full-time agents here, and we're going to open an office in Maryland, which will give us office number, or state number 13. So we have over 400 offices, and soon to be uh, 13 states. So I sort of got into it by accident, but it's been a 35-year ride so far. <laughs> Well, such a such a neat story there, Martin, and I'm sure you know not too many uh, real estate agents probably you know started out as a dairy farmer, but certainly does position you like you shared really well for you know selling farm and land real estate. So great. <laughs> yeah, it's been a ride. <laughs> well, you know, all of us have been through a lot this last year, and I uh, just want you to walk us through and share with us, you know, during the height of the pandemic. What were the challenges for your team in, you know, connecting customers with, you know, properties, 
And along with that, you know, technology solutions that your realtor team had uh, that you think might remain useful even, you know, past the pandemic here. Well, to say it was awful in the beginning would be an understatement. Um, Of course, we had representatives from attorneys from Howard Hanna and our York County Board of Realtors attorney. And basically, when we were shut down, we were not allowed to leave our uh, house of shelter, as they called it. So if a, a sign blew over, we were not allowed to leave our house of shelter and go put the sign up. Uh, we certainly weren't allowed to show houses. You know, we could not go into someone's house. Uh, we we couldn't we couldn't walk onto the yard. I mean, we we were shut down. We were absolutely shut down. So we were introduced to Zoom. Uh, didn't know what Zoom was a year ago. Now we have Zoom every week. It seems like. So what we did was we had to come up with a way to sell homes. Interest rates were coming down. People were looking to sell. People were looking to buy. And we started, uh, not with everybody, but most people know how to use their cell phones. So we would actually um, get people to show us their home via a video. And we would do the market analysis from our home offices, and we would list the home via um, electronic signatures, and we would get the folks to go and take pictures of the inside of their homes themselves. Most people were more savvy than we thought they would be, but it worked out very well. And we, we actually sold houses that way. We In the month, I think it was the month of April last year, we sold 12 homes Sight unseen, it, you know. They, people people put contracts on them, and said, "Well, well, we'll view it when we can." And of course, we gave them the right. If they didn't like what they saw inside, they didn't have to follow through with it. But we, uh, there was only a couple people that that didn't um, follow follow through. So we showed homes virtually. We did open ha- oh, virtual open houses. We had social media. And all the all the technology tools that uh, you know, I'm I'm one of the older gang here, so this technology was a little bit new to me. But the young pups were actually helping me, and we sold houses. We sold a lot of houses through it, and I think, um, I think we're going to continue to use a lot of the Zoom. I mean, my God, you can you can uh, talk to your children on the other side of the world via Zoom anymore. I mean, it's unbelievable. I guess one of these days we'll have a little spaceship we can ride around and do stuff, but just like just like George Jetson. But um, you know, we all heard things were going to go paperless 25 years ago too, but I haven't seen that yet. But I think uh, real estate is a lot different than some industries. I think real estate's still a people people person. They like to have the personality of the realtor help them and coach them and comfort them and give them confidence that their purchase is is a good one. So we'll use some of the tools, but I want to get back to what we think is normal. Um, and we're back pretty much to it. We, we still have protocols. We wear the masks. We uh, wipe things down, and we're very, very careful with um, you know other people's feelings. Some people are still concerned, very concerned about this corona, and they should be. They should be. It's something to be concerned about. But all in all, Throughout the, the pandemic, we um, we we were afraid that we were going to just 
I don't know, go bankrupt. You know, we didn't know what we'd never been through this before. But all in all, um, we ended up at the end of December of 2020, we were up 47% in sales over 2019. Um, hmm. That'll bring the, you know, the next question up as to why, and we'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, we were up 47% through the pandemic. It's, un- it's hard to believe. So wow, that that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting for you to walk us through that, uh, Martin. So as you alluded there, you know, saw a tremendous surge in land, country properties last year, um, fueled by, you know, folks wanting to get out of the cities, move to the country, along with that low interest rate environment. Do you think that trend's going to continue here in the future? Absolutely. Absolutely for a while. And there's a lot of reasons. I, I had a lady who just came in the office this morning inquiring about a, a property up the street. And her question to me was, why, you know, why such the surge? And, I, and when you think about it, I, I get that quite a bit. But there's a lot of different things. One, number one is interest rates. Um, my God, nobody's ever seen interest rates this low. I mean, it's going to, you know, it's just unbelievable. But, uh but I, we're seeing a lot of people want to be out and they're, they're gardening. If you remember last fall, you couldn't even buy canning jars in the store. There was a shortage of canning jars. Uh, I think people are going to want to grow their own food. Our, our offices, we have offices in New York State, upstate New York, and there are a ton of people coming out of New York City. Uh, they're getting bombarded to move to the suburbs. We've even had, we've even had uh, people call us from New York City here in my Shrewsbury, Pennsylvania office. They just want to get out of the city. Um, there's there's folks that have been boarding the horses, and now we have uh, people coming in, and they want to buy a small horse farm so their daughter or son can can ride horses without being around other people. And um, and we're we're seeing an uptick in uh, folks wanting swimming pools because they're going to stay home and vacation in the backyard. I think so. Never never seen it so many people in the last 30 years, uh, looking for pools. Um, and it's going to take people a while to forget the desire to live city life. I think, I think I would say the next five years, eventually they'll forget about it. The next generation will come on, but, uh, yeah, I think it's going to take a while. We have a lot of folks working from home. Um, we're, we're seeing in the, in the, um, in the commercial business, there's going to be a lot of office space for rent because uh, people are more working from home. So it's a little bit of everything. But I, I, one more sector of it, we, we have uh, many, many people are moving back from Florida to be near the grandchildren. So there's a whole vast pile of things that the reason people uh, are, are going to continue this trend. So I think, yeah, I, I think it's going to uh, continue for a while. Wow, yeah, lots, lots of factors going on there. So, uh, Martin, in your market there in southern Pennsylvania, what is the hottest property to sell here this year, do you think? <laughs> well, that's a tough one because they're all hot. They're, it seems to be in every price range is hot. Um, we've never seen so many houses sell for over $500,000 on a quarter-acre lot. Um, one that sticks out to me, I think we have the biggest desire or demand is the one-story living. Uh, there's folks my age in their 60s, and they want to get out of that two-story, get away from the steps, 
my legs aren't what they used to be. And the the so they want to get a, a rancher, and especially if it's under three hundred thousand dollars, and that's you know downsizing. Um, the small farms, the next hottest would be the ten ten to fifteen acre farm at. Um, people want to get in under over ten acres to save on taxes with the clean and green. Um, we have a we have I deal with a lot of Amish families also. English folks want to have the the, the small farm, but the Amish, um, I dealt with some of those families 25, 30 years ago. <clears throat> they all had 10 children, and now those 10 children are looking for farms. I have actually sold the children of previous customers Amish farms. Um, there's a There seems to be a, an uptick of police officers wanting to get out into the country. I guess you know what they see every day in the city when they work in the city, I'd want to get the heck out of there too, but um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think there's anything that's not hot right now. I had a, a car dealer friend of mine. I sold him a farm years ago. He sold his car dealerships in Baltimore, and he he said um, had a funny saying. He said that there's a there's a behind for every seat, and it kind of goes the same way in real estate. There's somebody there, there's somebody will buy the fixer upper. Somebody will buy the the um, $900,000 home, somebody will buy the the 200-acre farm, and, and there's people out there for everything in between. So, so Martin, we might have some listeners out here uh, that are in the market for land and country properties this year. What tips uh, could you offer to those folks that might be interested in property this year? Well, I think it goes without saying you have to buy it when you can find it. If you find it, buy it. Take advantage of these interest rates. Um, these interest rates can't possibly um, stay where they are. If I, I just don't think it's healthy, but what, what the heck do I know? The other thing is, if the listeners, um, there's, never, there's probably never going to be the perfect house. You know, just the perfect property. But you can make an almost perfect property into a perfect home with a little bit of foresight and work. So don't be too picky. Take advantage of the interest rates. Uh, if you're young and healthy, go ahead and buy. I took some steps years ago that I wouldn't take today, um, gone into debt like I did. But um, we're seeing multiple offers on most all of these these properties. Where it's not unusual to see. We had one the other day in here. One of the girls had 12 offers on on a property, and we had to sit down and go through them. So there was 11 people there that did not get a home bought. So, again, buy it when you find it. Don't be afraid to take the chance and take advantage of these uh, interest rates. A few years ago, we saw some statistics, and it was it was normal that a home would sell for about 94% of the asking price. We We track all that stuff. Today, it's 99%. And obviously, some of them are going above asking, and um, and people are actually agreeing that if they pay, if they go ten thousand above asking price, and it only appraises for asking price, they will come up with the difference in cash. I've never seen that before, but we are seeing it. Um, it's a frenzy right now. So, um, you know, get with your realtor, have your realtor um, put you on a drip campaign where you can see the properties as soon as they hit the market and uh, don't wait around because if you don't buy it, somebody else will. 
Martin, as we wrap up here today, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, again, I'm going to go back to interest rates. I would say probably a lot of your, these young listeners today have never seen interest rates 8, 10, 15% range for home ownership. Heck, when I bought my first herd of cows, the interest rate was, believe it or not, 18%. Um, I, I didn't know any different. I just thought, well, that's cost of doing business. I don't know. Uh, we probably won't see interest rates at 3% or below, but here's one thing that the younger generation of buyers, they say, oh, my God, if interest rates went to 5%, I'd be afraid to buy. You know, 5% is still a good interest rate. Uh, it's just the times we live in. A funny story for you. I'll tell you one story before we get off of here. But there was a guy named Jack. Jack was relatively new to the um, real estate business. This is back in the uh, 80s, probably 1986 or 87. And Jack listed a nice brick uh, Cape Cod home outside of Glenrock, Pennsylvania. And I happened to have a buyer who was looking for just that location and that style house. But he couldn't get qualified for a loan because interest rates were at 11%, and they came down to 10.5%. So then that Jack listed that house. So I went to work one day, and, of course, we didn't have computers back then. We didn't have cell phones. And I remember we, when we got our first fax machine. But the interest rates, we got a call from our lender, and the interest rate dropped to nine and three quarters. And I got on the phone, and I said to this, guy he lived in maryland i said get up here bring your checkbook you've got to get the contract written and you got to get it locked in tonight tonight and he was like well can't we wait till tomorrow i said no i got to get up here tonight so we locked him at nine and a half or nine and three quarters and in interest and he was just ecstatic if you're thinking about buying and interest rates do go back to four and a half percent or five and a half percent or five and a quarter um it's not the end of the world that's for sure. No, this is this has been great here today, Martin. Just want to say thanks so much for joining us and sharing your perspective. You know, I'm I'm always fascinated to hear what's going on in the real estate market, uh, but especially especially this year, right after we've been through a pandemic oh. that certainly shuffled things up, and uh, it'll be interesting uh, what's to come here. So appreciate you being on the podcast today. I uh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure, and if I can ever be of any help, let me know. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.